Good evening, friends. Good evening, family. Welcome to another edition. God bless you. We know that you have been blessed with our last topic talking about the potter's clay. I want to believe that that series, the part one, actually blessed us. Today, we are going to be looking at continuation part where I promise that we are going to be looking at two more aspects of the potter's clay and how it relates to our life. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you for blessing us with your word. Thank you because you have been wonderful to us. We exalt your name, be that glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for how you have been blessing our souls. Thank you for how you have been uplifting us. Thank you because your word has been blessing us. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration. Lord, we have come together again at your feet this evening to learn at your feet to hear from you. Lord, we pray that your word will grant us illumination in the name of Jesus. We pray that your word will bring light to our path in the name of Jesus. We pray that your word will minister healing to our souls in the name of Jesus. We pray that your word will change our life and make us to know you more and more in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Wow, you might be hearing the voice of somebody beneath is the voice of my dear son. He goes by the name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, that is his name. Thank you. God bless you. Yesterday, we looked at two aspects of the potter's clay. We spoke about water and we spoke about the wheel. If you remember yesterday, I mean, in our last, in our last podcast, I mean, sorry, spoke about the water how the water makes use of water in the pottery process and we also spoke about the wheel in which the potter also makes use of during the stage of the pottery and if you remember vividly i said that the wheel without the clay being centered at the wheel very well the potter will not get anything tangible or anything meaningful from the clay you will not be able to mold the clay properly praise the lord today we are going to be looking we are going to be continuing from where we stopped in our last postcard and number three i said the wheel move at a slow steady and progressive way the wheel moves at a slow steady and progressive way and what does this tell us? This talks about patience. It talks about patience. You have to be patient enough for God to be able to mold you to the kind of person that he wants. You must be patient enough for the potter to be able to mold you to the kind of vessel that he wants. Not that you want, but that the potter wants. The clay, I said in the last podcast that the clay cannot dictate to the potter what the potter will do rather it is the potter 
that does whatever it wants with the clay. So the clay, all the clay needs to do is to trust the potter in the process of the pottery to get a very nice vessel out of the clay. The same thing with you, with me, with us as a believer. We need to trust the Lord. We need to be patient with the Lord. We need to trust Him that He is the only one who can mold us to the kind of vessel or the kind of person that He wants us to be. It's not that, that we want to be. We might have our own desires, but it is God that knows the ultimate desires of man. Just as we know from the book of Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. I want to read from the Passion, the Passion Translation. Genesis and Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Talking about the fruit of the Spirit. It says, But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expression. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures. That is my main point. Kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. But look at what it says about patience. It says, patience that endures. No matter what the potter is doing with the clay, the clay has no choice but to endure. The potter, at during the process of the pottery, he can decide to scrape some of the clay out, excess clay out. He can decide to add more. He can decide to remove. He is the potter and he knows what he wants to do with the clay. Patience is a virtue as a clay in the hands of the potter. The same thing, patience is a virtue as a vessel, you as a vessel, me as a vessel, we as a vessel, in the hand of God. Be patient with God when he is dealing with you, even when he is silent. Be patient. Praise the Lord. Even when God is patient, even when God is silent, be patient. Many of us, when God is dealing with us, we are always in a hurry to know the end of that dealing. But no, we need to be patient with God. We need to be patient because He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. He is the one that knows it, you don't know. You only know because He has said it, that they are thought of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. That is what we know about how the thought comes, how the process is going to come, you don't know. It is only God himself that knows how that process will come. So we need to be patient with God whenever he's dealing with us in every day of our life. In our finances, God deals with us. Emotionally, he deals with us. Physically, he deals with us. Spiritually, he deals with us. We need to be patient with him because in this dealing, he is molding us to become what he wants us to be. In this dealing, he is dealing with us for us to become a better version of what we think we are. Rather, what we need to be is molding us to be that. But if you are in a hurry, if you are in a hurry to come out when God is still dealing with you, you just make a mess of yourself. It's just like a contestant in a beauty pageant. Who has not been called out to come and display and suddenly comes out how do you think that beauty that pageant is going i mean how do you think that contestant is going to look like in the presence of the whole audience and the judges definitely they are going to return that particular contestant back the person might even receive insults 
the person might be embarrassed the person might be insulted the fact that you have not been called to come out and you come out and that's why some people will say that when god is dressing you up in the show in the when god is dressing you up don't be in a hurry to go to the showroom and show yourself no when he's dressing you up he's dealing with you with patience be patient let him deal with you finish in fact immediately he's done dealing with you it is people passers by that will say that wow this person has become better this person this is not the way it used to be before so we need to be patient with god when he is dealing with us even when god is silent let us listen to the voice of silence then in the voice of silence with god we still need to be patient praise the lord number four the hand of the potter molds shapes and transform the clay what does this mean what does this what does this mean there is during the process of pottery the potter makes of his hand for everything his hand everything this implies that it is the hands of god that you need that i need that we need in that particular situation of our life it is god's hand that we need but the challenge we have is that most of us still hold these things onto ourselves we don't allow god's hand to work we don't allow god to work his way we don't allow god to do his own part we want to do everything because why some people believe that god is late and whereas god is never late let go of everything into the hands of god allow him to remove the toxic qualities that you possess many believers possess many toxic qualities for example some have pride some have arrogance some have bad temper you need to let god do the inner surgery of your life through the holy spirit now while i was watching the process of this portrait i saw the the potter's hand he kept on you know like he was romancing as as the clay was developing into the kind of vessel you want his hand keeps going round the vessel like he was romancing that vessel and it keeps developing it keeps developing it keeps developing and i was like wow this is wonderful to behold the hand of the potter kept romancing that clay the clay did not complain at a point at a point the potter even removed some excess clay away from the vessel saying that you don't need this in your life the same thing as we human beings we also need to allow the hand of god to help us and romance that situation we need the hand of god to help us to manage that situation we need the hand of god to help us in running that business we need the hand of god to help us to do that thing that is becoming difficult that we have been holding on onto all this while we need the hand of god in it we need the hand of god for our bad temper our life of pride the pride of the pride in our life arrogance bitterness wickedness we need the hand of god to come in and do what and romance that thing out and take it out just as a potter removes excess clay from the vessel the same thing god's hand can take away that bad situation that bad habit that bad behavior away from your life 
he can also do it if only you are lying those things are excess luggage that you don't need in this journey as a believer you don't need it you don't need it just as the bible said i said come unto me all you that labor and are heavily laden those you have labor and you are heavily laden that is every load upon you he said come and i will give you rest when you come the way is going to give you rest it's going to take away it's going to lift away that burden it's going to lift away that every load away from you then you'll be able to rest imagine someone that has been carrying a heavy load for the past one hour you now say ah let me help you you now lift off lift lift that load off the person's head how do you think the person is going to feel man the person is going the person's head will be so free and the way the person is going to sleep afterwards you will know that wow this person has been lifting a very very heavy load the same thing with us we carry all these things about we move about with all manners of bitterness all manners of envy all manners of pride all manners of bitterness you know mention it all manners of negativities we go around with it imagine somebody offended you and you refuse to forgive that person see that person is working freely but you that was offended and you put it in your mind i did not voice it out you will just continue to keep getting angry for nothing if you eventually die the person that offended you nothing concerning it you that you kept growing the person does not know we need the hand of god to help us to remove all these negativities away from our life and i pray that even as we surrender all this attitude to it it will come in and help us and reshaping our life in the name of jesus i was speaking with somebody some time ago me and the person were chatting and the person was telling me so many things and i said see i can show you the way to the cross i can show you the way to christ but i will need your sincerity i will need you to be ready because if you are not ready there's a waste of time if you are not ready is a waste of uh, is a waste of my advice but if you know you are ready let me lead you to the cross after the person has spoken everything has set everything out the person said something he said do you know that the way i voice out these things to you it now looks as if they remove a load over my head over my shoulder i said that is the way it is when you keep aborting all those things inside of you you keep aborting it you're 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 you 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 are just expanding the load upon your head you are just expanding the the weight the weight of that load over your life but the moment you say it out and you are ready to follow god you are ready to do the will of god you are ready to follow christ believe me you it's it look as if they remove an everlasting body away from your life i thank god for that lady till today she has chosen the right path she has chosen to let go and i told her see let god be the one that you consult the most let god be your intimate partner you don't need any man to be an intimate partner to you when god when you don't know god yet that's going to be another talk they talk for another day praise the lord number next another point which i noticed that the potter's hand developed the clay the potter's hand you know i said it earlier that the potter's hand was just romancing the vessel as it was just developing 
we kept on romancing the vessel and it kept on developing. And what does that tell us? Says that tells us that we should allow God to take us as far as He wants. Most of us are leading God. We are not allowing God to lead us. And it's a shame. It's a shame. You know, it's just like you you build a car and you enter into the car and the car tells you let me drive you yes even if you are driving the car is driving you yes i understand but the car is telling you remove your hand let me be the one to drive you let me be the one to drive you no google map nothing nothing let me be the one to drive you even 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 an a, a, a vehicle that is a high still needs a google map you still need to you know tell it the direction of where it's going to go but no it is the, the car now wants to tell you where you should go you know it's not possible but that's the way many of us believers are we tell we dictate for god we don't allow god to dictate for us we allow ourselves to dictate for god we are the one leading god we are the one dictating for god what we want what we need how we want it where we want it we are the one leading god and it's not supposed to be don't quit on god yet don't quit on god yet a little miracle that god did through you doesn't mean you have gotten there praise the lord some of us because a little thing a little achievement that god has done for us we now feel like we have gotten there no see you still need the hand of god to keep developing you let him take you further father allow him develop and grow you nobody pays you for it no see one thing i've discovered is that nobody pays for a cup that is only half done or half completed maybe you have gotten you went to the market before and you saw a pot made of pottery made out of pottery made out of clay and that pot was incomplete will you buy it you won't buy it why will you not buy it you will not buy it because the pot is incomplete or let's even come to our days now you went to market and you want to buy a set of pots aluminium pots and on carrying one you saw that one is leaking will you buy it you will not buy it even if you're going to buy it you will not buy it for the value of the one that is intact you won't because you'll be telling yourself and say i still need to mend this place i still need to adjust here i still need to mend it i still need to do so so the value is going to reduce the same thing with you the same thing with us believer if we don't allow god to develop us and grow us finish our value in the market our value in the market will reduce we will not have the right value that we are supposed to have we will not have the best value that we are supposed to have we will not have the height of value that we are supposed to carry why because we are incomplete we are incomplete so the value will not be there that is even if we want to be used the value will not be there there's a limit at which something that has no value or something that that does not have an equal value there's a level at which it can be used for example now you have very fancy plates very good plates and the ones that are not very good now if you have if a king comes into your house i want to believe that you're not going to use the plate that does not have value you're going to go for the best plate that has value in order to do what to serve that king the same thing with us you don't have value or your value is incomplete 
there's a level at which God can present you. For example, look at the story of Job in the Bible. Job had all the values, and that is why God could present him before the devil. That's why God could be buoyant enough to present him to Satan. And we could see that at the end, he did not fall. But someone that has an incomplete value, tell me, where do you think you will be? How far do you think you are going to go without that value? So please, let us allow God's hands to develop us. Let him take us to that height, to that level that he wants us to be. Number next, praise the Lord. The potter knows what he wants to build with the clay. If I ask many of us now that do you know where God is taking you to? Our answer invariably is going to be no. But we are going to say by faith, I know God is taking me to a place that is big, a place that, 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 that is what my career, that is what my vision. You know, we, we, we begin to give to God. It is God that actually knows where he's taking us to. And that's why I keep, and that's why I said earlier that you need to allow him to mold you. You need to allow him to grow you. You need to also allow him to lead you. You need to allow him to lead you. Because it is the potter that knows what he wants to build with the clay. It is God also that knows exactly what he wants to do with our life. Can you trust him fully with your life? How many of us can trust God fully with our life? Some of us is just 90%. We trust God 80%. We trust God 70%. Some people even trust God 20%. And some people is 50-50. If it works, it's God. If it doesn't work, I find the next available option. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Number next, the potter will not overstretch the clay to make a vessel. Praise the Lord. The, vest, the potter will not overstretch the clay to make a good vessel. He knows the amount of clay and he knows how far that clay can go to produce the desired vessel. The same thing with us. God will not overstretch you beyond your limits because he knows exactly how far he wants to take us in life. It's just like, for example, God says, okay, let me use, let me, let me use the distance now as an example. He says, okay, take a 20 kilometer distance. And you are looking at that 20 kilometer distance. Ah, me, I will faint now. Before I get there, I will faint. Me that I don't have strength. But no, God that says you take 20 kilometer distance. He has already given you that strength to take you as far as that 20 kilometers. He knows that anything beyond that 20 kilometers, you're going to break. He knows you're going to break. So he has provided the required strength, the required energy that you need in order to do what? In order to achieve that 20 kilometers. But how many of us can trust God with that or on that? Just as the potter knows how far he can stretch a clay to make a particular vessel. The same thing God too. He knows our limits. He knows how far he created us. He created us so he knows the limit that we can take. He knows how far we can go. He knows the limit that we can, we can do things. So therefore, he works with that. So whatever you are passing through or whatever is passing through you, 
don't feel like God does not know about it. He knows about it. But he knows that you can still keep on. He knows you can still manage the situation. He knows you can survive the situation. And that is why he, 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 he trusts you to do the needful. But the moment he sees that, no, this thing is going beyond the level that this man or this woman can go. He does what? He retracts. He comes in. He steps in. He steps in. Grace the Lord. Number eight. The potter's eye is always on the job. Oh, this one is wonderful. Because during the process of the pottery, I, I realized or I, I, I observed that the potter did not look left. He did not look right. He kept on looking. His eye was on what he was molding out of the clay. He kept his eyes so focused, so, so focused on what he's molding. He did not look left, he did not look right. And what does that tell us? God's attention is always on you. God's attention is always on you. God is always looking at you. He's always looking after you. He cannot take his eyes off you because he knows that if he takes his eyes off you, there is bound to be danger. Just as the potter too will not take his eyes off what is molding because he knows that if he takes his eyes out of it, it's problem, it's disaster. The vessel can bend, it can break, anything can happen. External forces can come in. The same thing with God too. He doesn't take his eyes off us once you are in full surrender to god he will never take his eyes and attention off you he knows this is my son or this is my daughter definitely he's not going to take his eyes off you because he knows you that the bible says my sheep knows my voice my sheep knows my voice and i also know my sheep i i also know my sheep so if the, if the shepherd knows the sheep, do you think the shepherd will take his eyes off the sheep? He will not. He will always watch over them. Remember the story of the lost sheep, how he left the 99 safe and went to look for just one. Just one. He went to look for that one. Praise the Lord. Number nine, the potter removes excess clay in the molding process. Yes, he takes away excess clay from the molding process excess luggage excess baggage excess uh, attitude excess behaviors the potter takes it away during the molding process that tells us that despite the fact that you are in christ despite the fact that you are a child of god despite the fact that you are in god it doesn't end here God continues to do pruning in our life. He keeps on doing pruning. And what we mean by pruning is that He keeps on removing the bad attitude, bad company, bad habits from our life. You know, I, I, I looked at that narration like a farmer who has a farm and plants seeds. Let's assume he plants corn on that farmland and he now goes to sleep he goes to sleep believing that 
the corn will grow. Yes, the corn is going to grow. But do you know that during the process, while the corn is growing, other things to be grow. We call them weed. Weed will grow. So, if it goes to sleep, the nutrients or the nourishment that should go to that corn, do you know that it's going to be shared between or among the corn and the wheat growing around it? That is why the farmer needs to do what? He needs to do what we call pruning by clearing away the wheat away from the corn so that the corn itself can get all the required nutrients that is required to grow. The same thing for you as a believer. Allow God to do the pruning process in your life. Allow Him to remove the weed in your life. Allow Him to take away the weed in your life. Allow Him. Allow Him. Allow Him. He is only He is the only one that can do it. The part, the bad company that you are gathering here and here, the bad habits that you have, the bad nature that you have. Let God do the pruning process. Let him remove that excess clay away from your life. Let him take away that excess baggage. Let him take away that excess luggage away from your life. And in conclusion, in conclusion, while I was watching the video on that portrait, I saw a clay that was very hard without water, not even the water. And if the potter puts it on the wheel, he can never do anything. Some of us are like that. We have hardened our hearts to God and to the things of God. We don't want anybody to talk to us. We don't want anybody to caution us. We don't want anybody to correct us. Do you want to be like that clay without water? Do you want to be like that clay that is so hard? At the end of the day, that clay, as two things can happen to that clay, is either that clay is discarded away, or that clay is soaked inside water, allowed to soak water, and then being used for the for for for, for, for pottery business. The same thing with you as a believer that you are listening to me right now. You have two chances. It's left for you to pick one. Do you want to be discarded? Or do you want to be soaked in the water, the required water that you need to manifest? It's your choice to choose. I can't choose for you. You have heard it all. You've heard it all. You have heard it all. That as a clay, you need water. And that water is Jesus. I bring Jesus to you. Jesus Christ, the Savior, I bring him to you at this point in time. I bring him to you. Are you ready to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior? Are you ready to say, God, this is my life. I lay everything to you. Are you ready to give everything to God? Are you ready to allow God to direct you? Are you ready to allow God to lead you? Are you ready to allow God to be the potter of your life while you are the clay? Are you ready to allow God to be the one to do everything for you? Are you ready to leave everything into his hands? Are you ready to be patient with God? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You want to put your life into the hands of God. 
the one who can mold, the one who can shape, the one who can transform. Are you ready? And there are, and you might be listening to me right now, and you see that wow, I I, I belong to God, but I think I need to make my way straight. You have the opportunity. You have the opportunity. You can say this simple prayer along with me. Say, dear Lord. Say, dear Father. I come unto you today to confess to you my sins. I have been doing things of my own. I have been taking it on my own. Lord, today I decree and declare you Lord and Savior of my life. Lord and Savior of my entire life. Father, build the portal of my life. I am your clay. Mold me as you want. Lead me as you want. Transform me as you want. Break me. Mold me. Reshape on me. Transform me to be a better person that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. I, I, I cancel my name from the book of death, from the hands of the devil. And I know that today, my, my, my name is written in the book of life. Father, please write my name in the book of life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for accepting me again. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Brethren, you have just entered into the hands of God. Again, and I say congratulations. I welcome you to the body of Christ again. And I pray that God will keep leading you in Jesus' name. The words that you have heard today, it will transform your life in so many ways in the name of Jesus. Remember, you are the clay. He is the potter. Remember, the clay allows the potter to do whatever he wants to do within because the clay trusts the potter. Trust God and I know that your life will be transformed in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful day. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.